0: All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to
1: deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Jello Coon and Zach. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. My name is Jello Coon, along with Zach. Today, we don't bring you any review. We're just gonna bring you banter and discussion, and just shooting the shit.
0: The shit will be shot.
1: The shit will be shot. How Assuming have you internet been?
0: Doesn't cut out. I've been well. Yeah,
1: damn internet. Um.
0: Yeah, actually, the whole intro, I, I didn't hear, but oh, I hope no. it was recorded. <laughs> well, that you inc- know, our listeners will hear it. <laughs> yeah,
1: they'll hear it fine. But I was kind of curious, like he, he's hes not saying anything.
0: Yeah, just yeah, I'm just cool. being really unfriendly today. Um, no, I've been good, you know. I haven't watched much anime. Work is medium busy. I don't, I don't know. Play a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen.
1: There you go. Some would
0: say I am addicted to an MMO, but you know, I know better. I know what addiction is. I played World of Warcraft. <laughs> you can
1: quit anytime.
0: Yeah, but it's just I don't know. I don't have as many friends that talk about anime routinely and i don't have the same eagerness to watch it alone so it's like if i'm doing a hobby i'm either playing video games and talking on discord or i'm reading right before i go to bed and like at no point is it like more comfortable for me to watch anime if that makes sense i don't know
1: i hear you see i watch anime just to relax and entertainment rather than like oh i'm gonna go watch a movie i'll throw in an anime
0: Right. Yeah, I used to. I mean, I don't watch TV or like movies. Um, but now that I read more, like the time that would be unwinding, not on the computer watching anime, is just spent like reading and then sleeping because I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Well, that <laughs> so like, like, like you
1: do you work on a computer quite a bit, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm you... sick of my computer. Usually, it, exactly. Working on it all day.
1: It was so funny. Is, um, for a while there during the pandemic, I would. Turn my computer. I would just off a computer for the rest of the night. I'd be done with work. And I would either sit on my phone and watch YouTube, do Legos, and, like, watch TV. Like, do something other than, like, on the computer. And my wife would be like, why aren't you in a computer? And I'd be like, I, I sit on it eight hours a day at work. And I can just flip over and be right there again. I'm like, I need to do something more than just sit at the computer. She then got a job. The first thing she says to me is, holy shit, you're right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's if it's not your day job and you can like leave at any time, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but it's definitely like I needed, even though they're both hobbies, I need like an unwinding hobby and I used to be watching anime like on Plex or like on my TV.
1: Yeah.
0: In my living room on my couch. And, like, that's comfy and unwinding and not at my computer. But now that I watch anime, the only place I have to watch it is, like, at my computer. I, I just don't want to. I'd rather go read in bed or on the air or something.
1: I hear you. You be going to the gym, though, too.
0: Oh, true. Yeah, I mean, that's why I'm sleeping on time. I mean, <laughs> I... Now, I, I, work, I, now mean... I lift weights four times a week, so I'm tired enough. I just go to bed. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is great. So Honestly, like,
0: the biggest tip if you'd have like poor sleep hygiene is just get exercise. exercise. Yeah. It puts you to sleep. Yeah, you're ready for bed. Now I have friends that are like, we'll stay up another hour and do whatever. And like, I'm like, fuck no. that. Yeah. Whereas before I'd be like, okay. Now it's like, uh, no, I literally can't function if I don't sleep now.
1: <laughs> so how? I this isn't really anime related, so sorry, everybody. But I'm generally curious. <laughs> So how has it been going back to the gym? Obviously, the pandemic, you know, closed that up for a while. And now things are back to being low, allegedly. I, have yeah, I mean, been, I have been wearing a mask for a while and it feels I feel awkward still. But like going to a gym for me is like, that's a step too far. But then I'm just like, I, I heard the interesting thing. Uh, I listen to this podcast called The Daily from The New York Times. And the last Mm -hmm. time they talked to, like, this health expert, they broke down the pandemic response by, like, Republican and Democrats. And an interesting thing that kind of stuck with me was Republicans, like, didn't give a fuck about the COVID. And Democrats felt like they cared too much about the pandemic. And, like... That's how I kind of feel. I, I I kind of consider myself a Democrat, but like, uh, ultimately, I'm just like, well, do whatever makes the most sense. That, yeah, and then here I know. am as
0: a Libertarian. Well, like, no, uh, like, hey, I voted I for Ron. I Paul. wouldn't answer a survey about yeah. it. Yeah <laughs> you go.
1: That's none of your business.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I
1: I voted Ron Paul. I mean, I'd vote for him again. I, I'm I'm not dyed in the wall like, oh my god, this is my team. But the the the, the mm. quote that. Stuck out to me was like, okay, the majority of respondents who who said they were Democrat, you know, were vaccinated, but they always wore a mask and they were always like watching news about the the pandemic, and it was almost to a fault where it's like, oh, you weren't. A lot of people driving you.
0: around with their mask on, and I was like, well, why? You're in your car. Alone. Yeah, that is goofy.
1: <laughs> but I, I really felt like, holy shit, that's me. Like, I. You know, I got my shots when I need to get my shots. I always wear a mask. And then for the last two or three weeks, I haven't been wearing a mask. And it feels weird. And then I feel yeah, like, oh. did I overreact? And then you're over here going, I'm going to the gym four times a week. So, sorry. Wrong, wrong oh, about this whole story Turn meant to be a... How do you feel going to the gym? Obviously, you're going, so you feel comfortable. Oh, per- like,
0: perfectly safe. But... I mean, uh, I'm in a gray area, I guess. I mean, nothing's black and white, right? But I guess the point of that survey is to illustrate the extremes. Like, if you wore your mask in your car and you're still paranoid to go anywhere, then you fucked up. If you didn't care at all, then you fucked up and probably have a health consequence. I got a vaccine. I wore my mask in high-risk areas. But, like, it never prevented me from doing what I wanted, I guess. That Makes it sound like I just did. No, no, no.
1: I mean, I so like I, I, I went to
0: my normal places. I got takeout if like a restaurant wasn't open, yeah, wait in line away from people.
1: Oh, I um, mean, but no. now
0: I started going to the gym in January, mm-hmm. but like I was never concerned. In fact, I felt pretty safe because the normal etiquette for a gym already is to like wipe down machines because you get them sweaty, yeah, and they they went like extra on that where like there's sanitation stations everywhere in the gym i go to and these are all it's not like a planet fitness these it's a lifting gym so like these are all people that like are trying to compete and have you know been lifting in a gym forever so, so like, they take it all serious the, yeah yeah they're doing the correct etiquette and you know they had to keep going during the pandemic to like stay in shape to compete so like they knew what, what they were doing yeah <laughs> when i got there and saw everyone was like They'd do like a set on machine, and like if they even thought about moving to the other one, they'd wipe it all down with disinfectant and like move on. And there's no mask in the gym. But that's what like I was about to
1: ask. Was to do that, are they wearing masks or not? I would, yeah, I would they're, think that restrict your, I would think that'd restrict your breathing. Yeah. It could be dangerous. It does. It's a heavy um, thing over my head. I can't breathe.
0: Yeah, within reason. I mean, it's not going to be dangerous like lifting weights, but if you're doing cardio, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, there's lots of masks they sell intentionally to restrict your breathing for the sake of a better workout or for training for, like, high-altitude climbs and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, Interesting. But usually those have, like, little filters that you can, like, spin around to let more or less air in. But either way, um, yeah, I always felt safe because, like, the people there are already the cleaner people of society that are used to wiping shit down and, like... They're there to work out. They're not there to come chat with me and cough on me. You know, like everyone's doing their own shit. So I guess I never felt bad. Like I feel much less safe in like a restaurant where people are walking around like from the bar to the bathroom and stuff like without masks. Right. Because now, like if you went to a crowded restaurant, like right as the pandemic, I guess you could say was winding down. Not not the best choice of words, but, you know. No, no. I I, I went like the end of last year and like they didn't have masks required. And like every, or sorry, they did to seat, right? But then not after. And well, like, it yeah, was Yeah,
1: and it was weird because, yeah, it's like, oh, you need a mask to come in. But as soon as you sit down, oh, you don't need it anymore. Yeah, well, it's so like, i sit down but, and
0: like, it was a packed bar, like in a city. And it's yeah. like, you know, you're elbow to elbow, and I'm talking to people, and no one has a mask, not even the employees at that time. And it's like, oh, God, that's scary. That felt, that felt like Bizarro Dangerous World. um, but, like, the gym, not at all. I feel safe. Yeah.
1: Well, cool. Well, I'm glad you're able to get back into your team. Because, yeah, like, I have a, my boss is really into the gym and working out. And, like, mm-hmm. he called me the other day, and he was, like, at the gym. And he's, like, oh. <laughs> I'm, like, this is weird. hearing hear people, like, in the background, like, you know, things clanging. And I'm, like.
0: Yeah, it's not the best call environment. <laughs> glad glad
1: uh, you can uh, work out and manage at the same time. Meanwhile, I'm just here on my computer Fixing stuff But, you know, yeah. hey, whatever
0: He's not working out hard enough If he can make a phone call during it <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, if he ain't grunting I need yeah, you to do it Yeah, if he's not grunting
0: <laughs> if I don't hear him setting down his four-plate deadlift I don't want to be on the call with him
1: <laughs>
0: No, someone called me, actually Which, you know, hardly ever happens Yeah um, is one of my older friends from from undergrad so i answered but like i stepped outside because i, I don't want them to have to suffer the call even though i have like the wireless earbuds that answered the call i don't want them to have to suffer through the clanging of the gym to talk to me I don't know, that seems rude
1: yeah yeah it was really hard to hear him but we got through it
0: yeah <laughs> it's not the best call environment <laughs> no. also you just look like a douche being on your phone like while everyone's lifting around you like why aren't you working out harder <laughs>
1: Uh, um,
0: so that was a good tangent, but <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't know what the whole point of this was. Uh, anyway, but yeah, I mean, I hear you. I mean, we all need different hobbies. I mean, anime is one of those things that just—it's there for entertainment. And until you find the the right show that you know really you I mean, it, it happens with me all the time, where it's like I'll check something out and watch it, but then there'll be other times where it's like, eh. This kind of sucks. I mean, heck, this this season, I watched only one show. And I'm going to go back. Like, I just found the first few episodes of The Demon Slayer Season 2. Well, it's the entertainment district. Like, this is what I'm confused about. Maybe you can answer this. I've already seen the stupid movie. I saw it <laughs> in the theaters. I paid my yeah. money and braved COVID.
0: I, I did my time.
1: I did my time and do i need to watch entertainment district
0: yeah entertainment district's all new so oh the it's,
1: okay i thought it was a retelling yeah, of the
0: movie entertainment district is what you want to see um oh, okay. the re- season two technically included the mugen train arc mm-hmm. which adapted the movie into six <gasps> episodes yeah and that's what then, i don't want to watch all right yeah so just only watch the entertainment district if you watch all of season two you'll get the shit you don't want to see in the beginning.
1: I already the- saw him saying "umai" oh, a million times while eating his rice. How? <laughs> oh, my, yum. How? <laughs> that's literally the first part of the movie. Yeah, it him is. Him yelling oh, oh, "umai," <laughs> "umai," or in English, "delicious," "delicious."
0: Yeah, "delicious" or "yum." Yes. Um. Yeah, and just like, watch you're white. white rice, bro.
1: Can't be that good. It's white rice.
0: Mmm, so flavorful not really
1: so i went to a hibachi restaurant today and i was mm, like man good. yeah we got a really good one down here that's like i pay 20 bucks and i get chicken and steak good shit but i was like man i would have a japanese person here if they'd just be like what the fuck is this stuff is this like japanese fast food just really unhealthy
0: Sure, if they have a conception of that there. I don't think there's a place that serves such a, like a high degree of meat and fried rice. Like,
1: how many volcanoes can I see when I go to Japan? How many onion volcanoes? Just...
0: Maybe they have it. I don't know. No, I don't think. I imagine. They do. It would just be so much American. meat, though. Yeah.
1: No, they've got a uh, Japanese uh, barbecue place I want to try around here. Like an actual, like, legit barbecue. But, um... So, have you looked at next season at all for anime?
0: I am now.
1: Hell yes.
0: <laughs> That's why you called me here today.
1: I did. That is, that is not a lie.
0: I was also shopping for glasses, but we. Could, <laughs> I can divert back to anime.
1: Did you Did you go to the Owl website, America's Best? Owl. That's I see it on TV all the time. There's an owl. It's like get it, man, two pairs for ninety nine ninety nine. America's
0: Best contacts, and I no, I wasn't. I wasn't on there i was on glasses usa though which sounds even more generous.
1: glasses <laughs> american cowboy glassesusa.com
0: yeah glasses usa is yeah you know, it seems like it's an american dad joke or something
1: <laughs> it, it does that it does it's run by roger
0: but the shit's cheap and i have my prescription in my possession because the last time i'm like i was talking to my autometrist after i got like, all the numbers done or whatever. all you know, They did all the tests. And I was like, this whole process really sucks. Like, how come autometrists have, like, a monopoly on buying glasses? And he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, whenever you get my prescription, like, I don't get it. Your office gets it. And he's like, you can ask for it and we'll print it out. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I living a lie. They this gave whole it to time me. I, didn't, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. So I was like, give me my fucking prescription. I'm my, buying glasses elsewhere. Yeah,
1: my prints it out automatically.
0: Now, here's the thing. Mine never told me until I complained to him. And he's like, well, you could have it. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm paying you all this money, and just now you tell me I'm allowed to own my prescription? I could have swore I told the, I called them before, and they wouldn't release it to me. But...
1: Huh. Yeah, no. Now, here's the thing, though. You have the perception of choice. But uh, do you watch uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver? No. Well, go watch it on YouTube there he has a segment from like 6 years ago on mm-hmm. eyeglasses and essentially it's owned by like one or two one or two big companies that have created like all these eyeglass stores so you were like oh man I can go to all these different places in reality it's just one conglomerate it's a racket man
0: hmm well that's fine cuz i mean racket or not Glasses, glasses USA has has glasses I want for like eighty dollars, including the lenses. But my eyeglass place has them for like three hundred. So what the fuck?
1: You well sighted motherfuckers. My glasses cost me like four hundred something dollars. And it's mainly Jesus. the lenses, because they're thick as fuck. And I also got transitions and they're amazing.
0: Well to be fair, I didn't I didn't spec mine out. It could end up being more. I have a severe enough stigma astigmatism that one is considered like a high grade or a high angle lens, so it might mm. be more.
1: Yeah, they did the same shit to but me. But it's not gonna
0: be four hundred dollars. Yeah, mine was expensive
1: <laughs> as fuck, but I got like Ray Ban or what I get. Ray Ban? Yeah, Ray Ban frames. And then my glass my thing my lenses are always, you know, thick as fuck because my shitty eyes. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and then I got the transitions for the first time, and I really like them. Transitions is nice, although it's really weird if you wear a baseball cap or the light catches you at the wrong angle, and you'll have, like, this non-sunglass portion. It's like, ah, oh, it's so annoying.
0: Yeah, you have, like, a diagonal streak. Yeah, it's
1: like like, damn it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll never get... I'll never get transitions again. I was bullied enough having them in high school that now I'll never get the oh. I'll never get the nerd sunglasses again.
1: Fuck those people. That's some bullshit. I
0: don't. It don't necessarily carry the, the trauma around, but I do now feel like they're uncool, and I don't know if that's my opinion or my bully's opinion.
1: So. See, here's the thing, comfort bitch. Fuck you. You're not wearing them. Um,
0: yeah, but the only time I want sunglasses now, basically, is when I'm driving and I have sunglasses in my car. So
1: so I had prescription kinda,
0: sunglasses. So I don't I don't necessarily need them.
1: I had to forcefully get them. Uh, so
0: what does that mean? Oh,
1: I'll explain. This is
0: this is, <laughs> this is quite the aside. I'm ready.
1: I have had cataracts in both my eyes already.
0: Okay.
1: And when I got new lenses put in. It was like, oh God, there's a million suns. My eyes are like super, uh, not terrible, but I'm definitely a ton more light sensitive than I used to be. So I wear Mm. a baseball cap everywhere, or the that's why I got the transitions. It helps tremendously. Baseball
0: cap everywhere. Oh yeah,
1: dude. I wear if I go outside, I, I have a cap on.
0: You're looking like the the TSA ad for a terrorist. The joke is, it's a white person with sunglasses and a baseball cap and like backpack. It's like if you dressed oh, up no. to be inconspicuous. Uh, you know,
1: I, all I imagine is uh, a picture of the uh, the Boston Marathon bombers. That's the first thought that came to mind. Right. Yeah. But I am I am uh, American, so that automaker yeah. rules me out as not a terrorist.
0: Well, you would think, but the TSA. Well, now we're getting kind of political. I don't in the attempt. Fuck. In the attempt not to profile when the TSA released, like, Beyond Guard for Terrorists yes. people, they used just white people in baseball caps and sunglasses yeah. and backpacks. Generic. Yeah. They well, tried to make it, like, easy and also, like, how you would dress up if you were trying to, like, hide your identity. Like, in movies where they wear, like, a yeah, fake sir? nose and hide behind <laughs> newspapers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's basically what You've it got is. got the
1: glasses with the uh, mustache.
0: And the nose, yes.
1: yeah. Hi, my name is Guy <laughs> Incognito.
0: Yeah, so that's that's basically what you look like when you go outside because yes. the sun blinds you. Oh, You're and I've got then I've got
1: the Matrix jacket. The big ass trench coat. <laughs> no, fuck it. So when you transition
0: TSA. into a, a matrix.
1: Dude, I fucking hate the TSA. Like, I'm glad Most they're there, do. obviously. And I'm just belly aching the belly ache. But I also think a lot of it's just a security theater. But no, I was traveling. I travel, and I have no problem getting out of my home airport. But it's usually when I get that I have to leave other airports. They'll find like I had a screwdriver that you could take off and flip around from Phillips head to, to uh, uh to to a flathead.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they go through my bag, and they're like, "Sir," they pull my bag aside, they pull me aside, and they're like, "Don't touch your bag here going forward." I'm like, K- "Okay." like what the because I, I travel but i can't my bag's and, literally 30 pounds
0: and they never um, say why do you have a screwdriver they always say no, what is this And yeah. you have to like guess you yeah. have to well, guess no, no. what they're she, talking she, about
1: <laughs> yeah well no she took it out she's like screwdriver i'm like cool yeah
0: well, at least and she takes said. it
1: apart and i'm like she's like you can't have it you can't take it apart i'm like okay and then she measures it and it's just like an inch difference and she's like oh it's too long i have to take this from you i'm like What am I going to do with a fucking Phillips head screwdriver? Back off. I'm going to unscrew those hinges.
0: It'd be, like, too long for for what? Yeah. <laughs> what do you expect me to do? Yeah, like, also, if I can hijack a plane with just a screwdriver, I'm going to be able to do it with my hands, probably. Yes. Like, if I'm that badass.
1: <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. Uh, I, if, uh, if
0: I'm able to do it with a screwdriver, I probably don't need it, lady. Yes.
1: But, yeah, so they took my fucking nice screwdriver. I've had them take network equipment. Like, I've had uh, people who do networking. I've had a pile of stack cables in the bottom of my bag. And they took like five of them because they're like, these are
0: too long. They can be used as ropes. And I'm like,
1: those are expensive things. Put them back. I need them to do my job.
0: <laughs> You're like use them as ropes. I like, would get fired. Can't that would I break them? Yes.
1: Like, <laughs> they're fiber optic. At the end of the day, like, fuck. Yeah. I my dude. I travel like heavy as fuck. I've got a label maker, laptop, cable bag. Oh, dude. Best thing you ever invest in a cable bag. I've got a little zip-up cable bag that's got little holes and I just put the cables in. They got I thought you were going
0: to tell me the best thing is the label maker and I'm like, I can just see myself walking around my house labeling random <laughs> shit. Coffee cup. Yes. Door.
1: <laughs> Cat.
0: Cat, yeah. Bed. Yes.
1: Uh, no, the label maker is pretty good because you got to label a bunch of shit because usually people are fucking lazy and don't. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I, when I travel, I travel. Next you're gonna with go with no your good.
0: you're gonna go with your label maker and they're like Sir this prints too visible of labels, yes. you could crash the plane, I don't know.
1: <laughs> if you type What oh, right is this table.
0: orange? Yeah. That's a security color.
1: Yeah. If you type the right combination of letters and letters and numbers, the plane will crash.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like how uh, they still tell you your phone should be in airplane mode. Oh I know that's not how it works and also if it was then you're really taking a chance that everyone is going to listen and do it (laughs) Uh,
1: it's yeah
0: it's it's like you said security theater but
1: it's security theater i mean like i know they play a part but it's like i don't know like at the end of the day it's just i feel like some of the stuff is pretty egregious but yet they're like oh yeah you can pay some money and bring a handgun on no problem Oh, but he, oh that, that screwdriver's too long. Taken away. Can
0: like, you really pay money to bring a handgun?
1: Well, you gotta have it in a special case, and I think you gotta pay uh, money yeah. or something.
0: The flags have to be, like, locked in there. Yeah.
1: It's, I don't own a gun, so I don't fucking know.
0: But still, the fact that you can, it's even an option. And, yeah, my dad's had, like, safety pins taken in front of him. Like, just absurd stuff. And then they miss tons of stuff.
1: Exactly. It's like not oh. to
0: incriminate people I know, but I've had people like bring bic lighters just like in their purse onto oh, the yeah. plane. So, and, like, uh, you're I, definitely not allowed to have a lighter, <laughs> but they miss uh-huh.
1: that. Well so I have a knife on my on my uh it looks like a key, but then you pull it out and it's a little three inch blade. Cause I open a lot of mm. boxes, it's fucking helpful as fuck. I have never mm. once had the TSA like inspect it. I just throw it in the dog bowl, and and uh, yeah, right.
0: So you get to bring a knife. Yeah. My friends bring lighters, and it's like those are actually dangerous and could either hurt someone or you know burn yeah. the plane. Wow, well, I don't think it would
1: hurt too. I mean, it could hurt someone, but wouldn't hurt them too much. Just a little little stand. Well,
0: yeah, maybe not too much. But the point being, it's like, it's still an actual weapon where the cables and screwdriver are not. Um, And if they can't find a lighter, if they can't find something that's both metal and flammable, then I don't have much faith they can prevent other things.
1: You know what pisses me off, though? So I've had TSA pre-checked for for several years now. Mm A, the TSA agents still yell at you. Like, no, do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. But then they have to yell at you because stupid motherfuckers who buy this <laughs> service don't bother reading or understanding what they can do and what they can't do. I've literally heard conversations of like, oh, can I keep my shoes on? Do I have to take my belt off? Do I have to do X? Do I have to do Y? And I want to turn around and be like, fuck, read this shit. Did you pay the $100 and just... You know,
0: for fun, throw all the, it. yeah,
1: like, and and sadly, the pre-check line is no longer fast. Everyone's known yeah, as about hour, it.
0: Every normal person's in there. And they I mean, don't it's know what faster than the
1: normal one, but like, dude, I used to. Oh, dude, I missed traveling during the pandemic. It was amazing. You just walk up and you'd be the only motherfucker in there, and you just walk right through. And be done.
0: But now. They're I like w- how air travel Uh-oh. used to be before yeah. the TSA.
1: Well, <laughs> oh, I didn't travel before then. My first flight wasn't until 2008. Hmm. I know,
0: right? I went on my first flight even before you, and I'm young. <laughs> well, good for you.
1: My family was. Well, poor I mean, as I was fucked. on my
0: first flight when I was two, so it was oh. 95, but I don't remember that. The first yeah. one I remember was uh-huh. 2000, I believe, when I was seven.
1: Yeah, nope. First time I ever flew was to Las Vegas, and. My wife, then girlfriend, had saved a bunch of money, and we went first class. And I was like, I don't know what the bitch is about. They gave you food, we got good seats, <laughs> and she's like, it it, 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 it's normally not like this, Rob. It, yeah, it's, it's not like that for really everyone.
0: Out. Look in the cattle section.
1: That's Meanwhile, as
0: a six foot five person, I fit in exactly zero airline seats. <laughs>
1: all right, big show. My knees,
0: all yeah, my knees always hit the back.
1: See, I'm 5'6, uh, so I'm good.
0: Yeah, that's. I wish I was tiny. I wish I was a tiny man. Are we even talking about anime? Or should I, I go know. play Final Fantasy? I don't know.
1: <laughs> Have you seen anything you want to watch next season? Anything pique your interest?
0: No, because everything's a sequel, like every season. Data Live 4, Love is War 3. Komi-san, Komi-san, two. They already had another um, Komi-san
1: out. Damn, that's quick.
0: It could have been a whole year. I don't know. As someone who doesn't watch anim- anime, I have no time gauge anymore. I'm scrolling. Is there anything? No, no.
1: I've got, yeah. th- I got four things I'm watching. I've got the Recycle Penguin Drum, which is a movie. Well, of these are. So mo- in movies. here. What's that? It's, it's a, on this
0: list I'm looking at now for be. spring?
1: Yeah, should okay. be. Uh,
0: oh, it's a movie, you said. A movie,
1: gotcha. yeah. It's a retelling of the Penguin Drum Show, which is amazing.
0: Oh, uh, you're definitely going to watch the Odd Taxi movie. Oh, hell yeah.
1: I can't wait for that. Um, and then I've got the first show called Kawaii Dake na Shikimori-san, which is... Uh, Shikimori is not just a cutie it's uh I think the comedy romance hurt. slice of life the ultimate mm. heartthrob girlfriend appears naturally unlucky high school student izumi his girl uh izumi's girlfriend is his classmate mm. Mori. okay she has a beautiful smile kind personality and always seems happy when she's with izumi she's pretty she's cute and a loving girlfriend but when izumi's in trouble she transfers into a super cool heartthrob girlfriend. The fun line. She transforms. Her, I guess <laughs> that's that's what I want to know. Like, does she have like clothes under her clothes? She rips them off. <laughs>
0: sh- Magical girlfriend transform.
1: It's slice of life. I don't know. It's so Everything
0: fun. looks like slice of life or isekai, and I'm sick of it.
1: Oh God, this season especially was like ninety nine percent isekai.
0: Every cover looks the same, and I, I can't tell if there's anything I want to watch because it's all the same show. Are you still watching, or did you ever watch the? Uh, I'm trying to think of the name. Oh, my dress-up darling.
1: No, we although about it briefly. I just watched a thing by Gigok, and he it was like so trope heavy. I,
0: man, I only watched one. It was just a bucket of tropes and. The awkward main character that can't use his words, and apparently it gets better eventually. But it was, it was too trope heavy. I I don't like it. I'm a jaded anime fan. I've seen it all before.
1: Nothing Give me
0: I more have... rom com with characters that like know sort of what they want and are their own people, like Toradora.
1: I have no feelings. Such a scene too. Yeah, much.
0: yeah. Well, it's weird. It's it's my biggest gripe with anime in general is they have so many anime where characters just talk around each other versus to each other it's like they're talking to the audience or they're talking to pander to the tropes that their character design are and it's like they say something and you're like okay she's definitely going to respond in like (laughs) an extreme not even extreme but like respond directly because that's a disagreeable thing and then she just says her own unrelated thing and it's like this isn't dialogue between characters. This is dialogue with two characters in a room that are talking around each other. And it's frustrating.
1: Yeah. Well, I <laughs> Why do... can't
0: people just say what the fuck they mean and respond to each other? Yeah, so no shit. That's what the show felt like, and I imagine it's still doing that. But if you like that in the beginning, I guess you'll like it?
1: Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I do plan on watching Attack uh, on Titan and uh, Demon Slayer. So I'm going to watch that probably next season. As more of the dub come out. Although it was funny as my wife listened to the last episode we did. And I came into the car as it was wrapping up. And she goes, Why didn't you tell me you watched Al Chan Can't Study? I'm like, I don't know. I just started watching it. Why? That's the <laughs> one I told you about a year ago. I'm like, Oh, okay. She's like, What do you think? I'm like, Eh. Sex comedy. Not much to I it. Feel bad. It's not that great. It's weird. I want to know what the name. Like, is there a drawing or an archetype or, like, I don't know. Oh if it's god, a my chibi? poor internet. What? Uh, Hi. Fuck your poor internet. Fuck you, Comcast. Oh no. Well, Zach's dead. How long do we suffer? Oh, he just disconnected. Oh no. Well, that happened. So we'll see how wait, long Zach waits, because uh, his internet's been shitty all night. The internet's not great. You know, it's my job to make the internet work, but uh, yeah. Any luck? Oh no absolutely nothing all right we're going to pause it and see if we get this sorted out
0: yes there's nothing i want to watch is the answer hell
1: yes so we're back unpaused internet's back so have you played Elden ring or any of these popular games lately like or are you just primarily like final fantasy
0: yeah, no, I'm too much of a boomer. I can't, I can't play the hard people, the hard young people games. Now, pretty much all my friends are playing Elden Ring, um, but I never like Souls games. My argument is that, like, sure it's hard, but half of the battle is like fighting with the controls and the clunky animations, and that's not fun to me. I mean, no, it's yeah, gotten better yeah. over time, but the Dark Souls developers themselves said like, they accidentally made the controls really clumsy in the first one, and then in playtesting, people loved it, so they kept it. <laughs> and it's like, well, that's kind of vindicates me that the game was intentionally made harder than it needed to be, and that's not fun. I'm all for hard games, but like, the systems you've used themselves should not be hard. It should be, yeah. you know. I played a really hard game, actually, recently <laughs> that was fun. What would you play? Uh, let's see, let me... Look up the name. No, I always forget the name. I'm
1: gonna recommend uh, you a game. It is
0: Henna Henna Bridge of Spirits.
1: Huh. What is it's, that about?
0: Uh, it's about this forest village um, that's essentially doomed to die, and then you go there as like a spirit guide. And you talk to all the people all the spirits like in the future after they died Mm -hmm. and then you have to like learn how their demise happened but it's really cutesy it looks like a pixar movie basically it's very pretty Mm. um though the plot is kind of dark and it just has really cool but simple combat so like the controls aren't annoying you have a bow and arrow you have a staff and you have like magic And you got to fight these corrupted spirits and you have to shoot them and hit them in different spots to like break pieces of them off is a lot of the mechanics. And as the coolest final boss or one of the coolest final bosses I've ever fought in a video game, the fight takes like 25 minutes. I played it on the hardest difficulty, so it takes even longer, but, um, but it takes 25 minutes and you fight them through like different dimensions of the spirit realm. It's, it's very cool. Great game though. It's like playing a Pixar movie. Oh, wow. So that was Good, but I hate Dark Souls. And I watched my friend play some Elden Ring, and it you know, looks exactly like Dark Souls, so I'm not interested.
1: <laughs> so it's a $3 game. Check out Vampire Survivors.
0: Well, you told me about this last time we oh, talked. Oh, did
1: I? I thought I did. I was thinking in my yeah. head, like, I already
0: it. I, I just haven't played it. No, it's I've cold. actually. You were like the first person to tell me about it, but I've since seen like people on YouTube play it. Ah. It's it's simple.
1: It's simple but it's like a loop so it's... but it
0: gets wild and yes. then it resets so it's yeah it looks fun. Yeah. I'll check. It says it's similar to Barony, but there's no way that's true because is actually pretty complex. <laughs> I guess just because it has an old pixel art style.
1: Yeah probably. Well, I don't know. next season. It's already upon us almost, and uh I don't know, I've got three three things to watch. I think next season's just gonna be a yeah. uh rewatch season for me. Get the stuff I haven't watched yet.
0: Yeah, I'm still debating watching eighty six or pedophile Isekai show. Pedophile Isekai Show
1: is pretty good. Alright, watch... yeah,
0: there's enough there that people keep telling me it's good, but I was like it's off-putting. And Honestly, most just, people are like, "Yeah, but you can get through it." You that's know, exactly all it. Unfortunately, that's all exactly it. it. Some people say all of anime is like that, and I disagree. Like some of my friends are like, "Yeah, but all anime sexualizes uh, young no. characters," and I was like, "Yeah, not to that level. It's not the thirty-year-old like watching the fourteen-year-old masturbate. Like, sure." The girls wear like sexier outfits, or they have a swimsuit episode. But like this is this is overt, you know. Mm-hmm. He even it, it's not even like they're just having him do that. They like having a side where he has a flashback and he talks about it, and it's like that's because they very intentionally wanted that in there, and that's different. Yep, but. I do agree that I could probably get past it to enjoy the good part, but I'm what. sick of people telling me it's not a big deal because I'm like, no, it's no, embarrassing. It's big, it is yeah, a big no, deal. Yeah, no, it is
1: embarrassing. <laughs> uh, it's on my Plex. So if okay. you ever want to watch it, it's there. That'll uh, make it easy. <laughs> I haven't watch. started watching it yet. I've got Shenmue downloaded. I just don't know what it is. I think it's because I know the property so well and I've played the hell out of the games and I've replayed the games, that I just feel like an anime version of this just seems...
0: Like, what I didn't is even there know more... it was getting an anime version. Of...
1: I didn't know either! I tried to an ad on Adult Swim!
0: Huh. I don't like... Well, I was going to say I don't like how much different they made the characters look, but then again, yeah. if they made them look like original Dreamcast, they would be far too blocky, but still. They they look... <laughs> they They look too... They Another Tokyo Ghoul. They look too clean, yeah. There we go. It's like it's not like, even Like Ryu is too perfect.
1: Level. Like Ryu is like a perfect like every teenage. You know what I mean? Like other right. than his
0: jacket, could you tell that was Ryu? No, not at all.
1: I mean, I don't know. It's just wild. The villain doesn't
0: looks too clean too. Oh, yeah, it doesn't doesn't look good from the cover, but <laughs> Don't judge an anime by its cover.
1: Yeah. Um, So speaking of Adult Swim and Crunchyroll and all that, Funimation is going away in name only. Forever. The Funimation brand is being dissolved into Crunchyroll. I talked a little bit about it uh, on last last episode, but I wanted to get your opinion because I, I also know... Unlike me, you're not a collector, so I don't know what Funimation really means to you, as a <laughs> as a brand or a property. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So I actually, um, I'm kind of
1: curious what what is what is Funimation like mean to you? I guess as a I guess it means a being.
0: lot to me because we've seen this like three times, so it means something to me because now it's official. Because like so many times, Funimation has been like we're partnering. Well, two times they partnered with Crunchyroll and then did nothing. And then there's one other company, uh, VRZ, VRX, Verve? There's some, VRV, like, yeah, very, yeah, there's some like mobile platform they partnered with too. Yeah, that was actually something came of it, but it was so niche, but yeah, so I mean, it means something to me because now it's happening, and theoretically, the only important part to me is dubbing is more accessible to Crunchyroll because the only thing the Funimation meant to me as a non-collector, like you said, is that they dub things fairly quickly and I like some of their voice talent, which is good because they use the same ones for every show. Which Um,
1: is kind of annoying, but they are getting better. Yeah. I mean, that was a lot of the criticism was like, hey, the same seven people. And it's like, okay, great. But like, why is it like I can hear Colin... Uh, How do I say your name? Colleen, sorry. Colleen Clinkenbeard is very, very recognizable. You know, so is mm-hmm. Johnny Young Bosch. So is, you know, a lot of the people. Greg Ayers, like Kyle Haybear, like very distinct-sounding voices. Yeah and, and they don't like really change them, them. So That's fine. oh no yeah they're good to listen to but it's like disruptive when it's like hooray I am new show ah god damn it it's like the three other shows that they've been in and they sound that's identical true. and then
0: you picture all of their other characters yes!
1: and you're like no and then you get used to it cause you know you gotta watch the anime
0: luckily they're good enough at casting them that like their character is basically the same in a lot of the shows if that makes sense you know they're fulfilling the same type of character which is why they were cast yeah um, But, yeah, it doesn't mean a lot <laughs> to me, other than, like, now it's officially happened. I would say for like, consumers in general, it's bad. I mean, a monopoly is bad for anything. Yeah.
1: And I don't... Use your economics degree.
0: Right, yeah, use that degree. It's bad <laughs> because it eliminates consumer choice, but at the same time because they're both separate subscription services it's good if you only um, have to pay one subscription yeah
1: oh yeah oh yeah sorry, sorry yeah sorry i thought you were saying that yeah no you're you're correct yeah from that standpoint yeah and the whole catalog is going to crunchyroll whatnot my biggest yeah. concern is the price of physical media and or mm. you know now it's going to be well cool Now we have Funimation's catalog and Crunchyroll's catalog. Well, now that you have only one choice, let's jack the rate up another five bucks a month.
0: Yep, I think that's what you're going to see. They're going to be like, people were willing to pay for them both separate, now we're just going to combine the costs, and if you don't like it, well, what's your alternative? Piracy. Fizz. Yeah, the alternative is what I already do. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's... It's not great. I mean that, that's I a guess.
1: thing. Like it's it's hilarious because like I wanna support I do support the fun you know, I just bought hundred and forty dollars worth of anime on the Sentai sale today. Um you know, I do support them in my way. But I'll be honest, mm-hmm. the ease of access to fucking any show I want honestly helps because I can check shit out that I'd never check out because I am not gonna blind buy a show. Thinking like, oh, I might like this. This looks cool. Let me just spend sixty dollars, where I can just download it illegal. I mean, it's that's what sucks. It's not, you know, that's what's kind of shitty. Uh, but Funimation does bring good value. But like you said, ultimately it's less choice. And at the end of the mm. day, the economy lives on, you know, lives and dies by competition. My biggest concern too yeah. is are the amount of dubs that are coming. You know, Funimation's big thing was they were primarily a dub-focused company. They would release mm-hmm. the Japanese dub, you know, on their website, and they've gotten much, much faster, obviously, with dubbing. I mean, back in the bad old days, they'd get a license, and it'd be a year or two until the physical media came out.
0: Yeah, that was their niche for a while, and that was the pitch they made last time they tried to join country rolls, They're like... We simul-dub as the show's coming out. And Crunchyroll could never do this, so that's why we're special and now we're gonna work together. And that was exciting. But now this isn't working together. It's one swallowing the other one. And yes. well you to get be less to choice. be to
1: be fair, it's Sony.
0: And I mean that's almost worse.
1: <laughs> that's where I yeah, I agree. It's I, like I an just even bigger a, company. It's big Sony, yeah. it's just they are just Oh, our anime division. It's just another line item. Next to the dishwashers and and lawn, you know, and all the other bullshit Sony makes, you know, oh, line item on you know, movies, music, other streaming services, games. I mean, what do they do? They do all kinds of shit. I mean, they do tons of shit in electronics, they do mm-hmm. they build a PlayStation. Electronics. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I mean, like that's what they're known for. But I mean, they do TVs, they do image yeah, right. sensors, they do cameras, they do. They own
0: the rights to like all the music in anime.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, there you go. They're Sony, all, like,
0: Me- Sony. Yeah, I recording. mean, recording. Yeah. yeah,
1: the. Re- well, not in just anime, just in general, Sony's got a big,
0: uh, mm.
1: big you know record label. Audio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like. I just hope But that's that...
0: why I think it's almost worse, because, yeah, they are conglomerate <laughs> with, like, a thousand companies. Yeah, it's just, you're under
1: are... the Sony umbrella. I mean, it's good in one sense. They now have, you know, a large amount of capital behind them, possibly. Anime mm-hmm. is hot. Anime is the hot thing right now. But I'm kind of curious, when or if, you know, I, I, I'm not saying it's a phase or a fad, but what have we said in the past? Anime fans are typically... You know, one to three years, get a couple shows, mm-hmm. and you know, finding anime on the internet is not hard. Or you know, like my my brother, my little brother, watched uh, Re Zero, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, this show's amazing!" Or no, Tokyo Ghoul. That's what it was. Oh he's like, no! I was thinking Tokyo. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Oh, Tokyo Ghoul's amazing." He won't buy it. He watched it. He he's done. You know, I don't know if you'll watch any more anime. He might, but he is definitely not going to be, he's a consumer of anime in the sense of, Hey, I watched breaking bad. I'm not going to go buy breaking bad on, on blu-ray.
0: You know, I mean, most people aren't now. That's why, that's that's why DVD stores barely even exist.
1: Yes. But, but they got to make their money
0: regardless of the media.
1: Well, I m- maybe it's just extra money then, because it's money you got to spend to make that money. Yeah. You got to author the DVDs. You got to pay. Yeah, young. I mean, I own I like... a few
0: of like the shows I really like, um, but I'm not even convinced that's the best way to support the future production of it. So I don't know. I just I feel like a consumer where I can't actually channel my dollars to things I want. I
1: mean, ultimately, I think it comes down to merch and just buying like the manga or if you really really like something like it doesn't have to be the show per se but usually dvd sales and manga sales are used to determine if it's you know a hit but
0: mm-hmm.
1: i mean there's merch that's all kind of stuff you can do to support a show but i mean yeah i don't know i just ultimately worry about like what happens when anime cools down as an overall like because I know it's like the it thing with with kids today it's like oh anime anime
0: cool I think they'll just try to bundle it with other things maybe that's why Sony was a good <laughs> that's why Sony <laughs> wants to buy it is they know they'll be able to mix it in with their current stuff whereas if like you're an only an anime website and it's not popular what do you do I imagine it'll go the way of well what Netflix should have done with it mix it in there I guess mm-hmm.
1: yeah I agree. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, it could just be, hey, it sits there and it's just, just there. You know, they continue doing... Obviously, Crunchyroll... That's true.
0: We don't know. It could just get... Everything continues functioning as normal. And Sony just wants to make money off of it. I mean, like, yeah, I guess we just, don't know just, if it's going to be a change. It's but. just
1: another line item of income coming in. Except at the end of the day, like, Sony... I mean, I would think that would set up Crunchyroll as a website, with much better licensing negotiation. I mean, they already got a bazillion shows. But, like, now it's like, oh, we got to sell it. Yeah, I
0: I question if they need help doing it at this point. But, yeah, it is easier and more local to Japan.
1: Mm -hmm. But, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, I just hope the physical stuff doesn't change either. I don't think it will, but,
0: yeah. Probably not. I guess I'm unaffected, but pessimistic is my final stance. <laughs> it doesn't affect me as a no, consumer No, yeah, of anime. I, I,
1: I completely get it. I mean, at the end of the but day... But when a
0: big company owns more little companies and you now have one viable choice to watch anime, that's bad. But then again, that's like saying Netflix is bad and mm-hmm. like almost everyone would consider that a hot take because it's fairly affordable and has a lot of stuff, so... Who knows? But I do say there's two ways I see the subscription model going in the future. There's so many separate subscriptions that someone comes along and starts bundling them together and you just have cable TV again. Um, But on the internet.
1: I mean, it already is happening. Look at Sling. Look at Hulu. Look at... I mean, it's already there. We're already there, unfortunately.
0: But the problem is like people pay like 10 subscriptions for different things. So in that regard, it's good that it's consolidating and there won't be like because it'd be more frustrating if it's like well viz media has one show i want to watch so now what i pay a sub on viz media and crunchyroll and funimation so in that regard it's good for consumers but i don't know you just get a more homogenous product Mm -hmm. and if you're like a niche fan which i would consider us in some way because you know we've been in the game so long and we're not just there for, like, the fad airing anime yeah, or we, whatever. Yeah, we've been
1: around for longer than a hot cup of coffee. Yeah,
0: we've been, ar- been around the block. Um, usually, we're the ones that suffer because they're catering to the average if they condense services, right? So, we'll see.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, like, when's the last time you've had a Crunchyroll? I mean, like, I haven't had... I actually went back and looked. My last subscription was probably 2016 or 2017.
0: Same, yeah. The last time I paid was just out of undergrad, which is like late 2015, early 2016. But I did have a friend that had it and used hers until like 2018. I hear ya. Which you, I'm not even sure if that's within the contract of, of Crunchyroll, but no. whatever. I mean, I used to just
1: pay the money up front for a year and just be like, there you go. right yeah I would
0: pay a year at a time before and I did pay all through undergrad because it was like a viable way to do it Mm -hmm. and I would only torrent like movies or stuff they didn't have you know Mm -hmm. but then after undergrad it's like well shit I can just torrent everything and I don't know like what value am I getting necessarily yeah (laughs) it it seems ignorant to make the what value am I getting because I'm essentially stealing the media yeah but they they don't make a convincing argument they're actually supporting anything
1: well yeah i mean how they don't even fucking you're not supporting the product
0: right yeah you're not supporting the production of it so i kind of went to like how i feel about music if i really like it i'll buy merch and i own some box sets for things i like mm-hmm. um and then like for bands i buy their shit on like soundcloud and bandcamp because like i want the money to go to them and not to spotify right, like uh, a streaming yeah. platform so <laughs> so that's what i try to do here is like Try to practice what I preach and support when it's feasible and goes to them. But, like, I don't know. Paying Crunchyroll isn't helping me or the animators. so I don't really care about it. Mm-hmm.
1: I hear you. I hear you. Well, time will only tell. I mean, look at ADV. They turned into Sentai Filmworks, and they've been just fine. True. You know, and Annie Plaques of America still just... Over in the corner, like, hey, anybody want to any start of online? Uh, it only costs $190,
0: and people hey, are buying four it. Episodes. Yeah. That's wow. not for the whole season. That's per Blu-ray disc or something.
1: Yeah, uh, Usually it's complete, but, yeah, it's ridiculous. Or like it's so much. Every box, that's it's like 200 like, Yeah, It's, it's half the
0: season, usually. It's not the whole season. Yeah, it's and not... then they give you like a box set with four spaces to hold Blu-rays, and they give you like three. That's that pisses me off. I'm not a collector, but I'd be so OCD if they're like they did that with the Harrow holds... I yeah, had this to... one holds four, but you get three, and it's like what the fuck. I did that with no, the Harvey Ra-
1: collection, and because they hadn't released the disappearance yet, so there was a slot for the movie, and then they had to release. It's like, well, now I have to buy it. There's a slot there. I got to fill that hole.
0: That's an interesting marketing gimmick. I kind of like that. Like, I got this
1: nice box set, and it's almost fucking full, and it's like... I hate that it,
0: uh, it would be done to me, but I, I kind of like where they're going with that one.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I cry every time I look at my Welcome to the NHK box set. I've got the fucking box set. I got volumes one through five. I'll never own volume six, god damn it. I refuse to spend Brilliant. over $100 for four goddamn episodes. Just to say it's complete. But, uh.
0: Alright. Yeah. I'm ready to wrap up. That That's enough. That's <laughs> enough. That's All enough. Right. I want to read anime. What, that's enough for now.
1: What are you reading?
0: I am reading. Uh, Memoirs of a Geisha. Really? Mm hmm.
1: Now is that the movie. Yeah, I know there's a movie adaptation. It is
0: the same plot as the movie, but her original account turned into book.
1: Gotcha. Was oh, it based from the movie or is it vice versa? Uh,
0: vice versa. The okay, book that's came first. It was that's written in like the 70s. Gotcha. Actually, is, it was written in the 90s. I was very is, wrong. Is, is but...
1: Geisha Life interesting? What do, what do Geisha, Geisha Life is
0: extremely interesting. What do they do? You should read the book so much they're essentially sanctioned prostitutes but they also perform in plays and play instruments and it's her life well i don't know if you saw the movie i haven't, no, seen, the I movie. haven't seen the movie either um but essentially she's from a poor fishing town and her parents are dying of cancer so they get sold into like essentially slavery but oh, it's no. becoming a geisha they're sold into the entertainment district which you'll see in demon slayer oh huh. And they're basically invested in as slaves and tried to be raised into uh, state-sanctioned prostitutes or geisha.
1: Is that still legal? Uh, that? No
0: idea. They have not commented on present day. Currently, we're in 1950 or something. <laughs> oh. well, it's about her life specifically. so
1: Gotcha. So things might be slightly different for every geisha.
0: Yeah. I hear uh-huh. you.
1: All right. Well keep us on well, something
0: like voluntarily did it but like it was common to like just sell people into it yeah
1: Eesh. all right well on that note i guess we'll wrap it up thank you very much for listening hope you enjoyed this episode leave us some feedback what are you watching this next season and uh yeah till next time take it easy be safe
0: This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to BonsaiBeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.